Welcome to Empowering Honesty, the podcast where we have honest and candid conversations about life as millennial women. I'm your host, Jillian, and with my co-host, Courtney, together we'll be sharing our experiences of motherhood, adult friendships, our personal mental health struggles, marriage, navigating relationships, and embracing our sexuality in our 30s. We've created this space to have real, authentic conversations about the ups and downs of life as millennial women, exploring the importance of embracing self-care, nurturing our weaknesses, and owning our desires. In each episode, we'll explore our own stories and insights, as well as curated guests who can provide us with valuable advice and guidance. Our goal is to empower and support you, our listeners, to be honest with yourself and those around you, to build a community of women who are all in this together. Working not to oh, fight. Shit. <laughs> what a way to make living. Oh, you're funny. <laughs> I told her, I was like, just wait for it. I know exactly what I'm going to sing to bring uh, this episode on. <laughs> uh, and it's very appropriate that that's, that's because today we are discussing oh, fuck the nine to five. Yes. 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 Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're almost like coming from a place of privilege to say that though. Like, <sighs> I don't know. Like, I guess I just use like us as an example because it, it's hard. It's hard. Things cost so much. And like the cost of living is going up so much. And it's like people are having to work. Both people in the household are having to work and like people are having to work full time. And like, I'm just, I'm, I find myself, I, it's very fortunate that I've been, <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say. I do know what I'm trying to say. I only work part-time, so I'm a 70%. So basically that means that I work three days, have a couple days off, work four days, have a couple days off kind of thing. So I'm very fortunate to be able to work part-time. But at the same time, I really work more than full-time <laughs> because I have so many like little side hustles that I take part in and stuff like that. But I feel like that's that's what we need to do to remain like happy is and finding you, that balance. Yes. Yes, exactly. Like it, I, I know what I'm trying to say, but it's not coming out right. You're better with words. Than no, me. but I know what you're, <laughs> I, I, I totally get it. But, and, and I think that's a good note to start on is like, I, cause checking your privilege is important. It's important to always check your privilege. Um, and yes, we, you know, and it's not to say when you check your privilege, that we don't struggle financially with things because yes, yes. I assure you there's financial struggle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the living, oh, we've had it too. Like right? I've, I've always been very open with the fact that we've had financial struggles over the years, which led to us having to go through a bankruptcy and we've come out on top since then. Like it's like, I, I often wonder where we would be right now if had that not. had not happened to us. And I mean, like, it was unfortunate the way it happened. And there was shame associated with it at first. However, now not so much anymore. Like, to make a long story short, we both have university degrees, had probably, all in all, at the time that we went bankrupt, we had over $300,000 of debt because it was a house that... We had rented that the um, tenant had completely trashed and we weren't able to sell and make any kind of a profit on. It was my student loan from my nursing degree. It was his loans from his engineering degree. And then we found this house and we wanted it. So we were able to afford it. So we bought it. Yeah. And it's just like these things just piled up and piled up and piled up and like debt from our wedding and like all that stuff. So yeah, at the time that we went bankrupt, it... Um, 
we were over $300,000 in debt. And I feel like there's a lot of taboo and a lot of miseducation when it comes to going bankrupt. Like totally. Like, I mean, like, as I said, I'm a huge like supporter of it for people who need it. But it's also like, you don't lose your house. You don't lose your car. You don't like, there's a lot of things like you have to have a vehicle. So for us, I continued to make payments on my vehicle and was able to keep it. And that helps you reestablish credit exactly, right away. Exactly, exactly. So it's been, I think, seven, seven years now. So like, I think just this last New Year's was the seven-year mark. <clears throat> and we're kind of in the free and clear now. You're but, fully discharged then. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Well, we were fully discharged, I think, after a year. But now it's wiped clean yeah, from, like, from our your, records and no stuff like that. It's no longer affecting you Yeah, directly. exactly, with our, with our credit and whatnot. So I often say that that is uh, something that happened to us that I'm able to work part-time is mm-hmm. is because of that. But if I still had the $800 a month in student loans that I was paying, like, does that not make you sick? It's like, ridiculous. It's insane. No, it's, it's so many. But yeah, no, the financial struggle and the financial shame that people, and it's, it's, which is ridiculous because you're not school. If you go to public school, they don't discuss financial responsibility. Nope. Your parents, most households, I don't know anyone who grew up whose parents taught them oh any my God, it was financial. So taboo. Like the only wasn't finan- allowed to know how much my parents made. Yeah, like it was like, like and you don't talk about this. You don't talk about that. But it's the only financial like finances I learned from my parents was watching them struggle. And you know what I mean? Like they're fortunate now that they're, they're they're able to live their best life because things turned around. Um, but it's, I didn't get any lessons in, in how to, I would, you know, I was just thrown blindly into it. Most of us were. And like for me, for example, I was, off to university and had tens of thousands of dollars at my disposal because I had a student loan. Right. And it's no, I, I, I feel that one. And it was just like, because I remember when I went to college, it was everyone. I was the only one in the class who had like big student loans. Um, not, not big, but like I had to work while I was there still. Okay. And but a lot of them were there on, you know, funding or their parents paid for it and stuff. And they're all just like, Courtney, why are you still working 30 hours? I'm like, because I have to. Yeah. Like my student loan covered school and it covered my, my, my place to live, but like I still needed to pay for my utilities and for me yeah. to eat. Um, you know, so <clears throat> it um it, it 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 was a lot. And um but no, there's a lot of shame around that concept of like, you know, you don't have it together and like and especially if you're struggling financially and you need to reach out and have that conversation with like, especially from older family members. Um, I've been very blessed. My, my, my parents are very, they, they struggled financially and they've never once shamed me for financial struggles whatsoever. That is one, one amazing blessing. However, it's not like that from all corners. You know what I mean? It's, it's, there's definite shame from some people that I've met and, that have been close to me that it, like they just they look down on you because you don't have it together and you yeah. can't just well you're lesser than and you're not yeah. it, it all comes down to like you know you're not worthy you're not enough you're and which is ridiculous because it's like life happens and yeah. you know it's 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 not okay to shame people for their financial struggles. Yeah. And I think this, con- <laughs> I know we're kind of taking a turn <laughs> a here. I'm direction. trying to s- <laughs> see how we can kind of get back to this like whole like but nine to five thing. But it's just like, 
Because sometimes you need to have those survival buffer jobs. Yeah. Like I remember um, I, I did this course up at the college. That, um, it wasn't through the college, but it was um, uh, it was just, you know, for for women, female identifying to be able to go and find, you know, stable employment or to look into like trades and technology, different things like that, which are underrepresented yeah. in, in, for females. Um, but one of the conversations I had with the guidance counselor there was about how sometimes we need the survival job. Yes. Sometimes we need to have that job. It's like you're drowning and you need to have that job that's like someone just threw you a buoy and you can hold on to that ring for a bit and gives it lets you get some air. And it's not necessarily going to be the job you're going to stay at. It's not going to be the job you're going to love, um, but it's the job that allows you to breathe. Um, yeah. So I guess I guess in a way like like nursing is my career, but it's like it's what I have to like pay the bills and like it's my steady income it's what I can count on but like if I had to do it full time I would I would drown and I would hate it like I love my nursing job but again if I did it all the time full time I would hate it Mm -hmm. so I feel like I definitely because of my personality I need that balance of something that's fun also provides some income Mm -hmm. um but there's no pressure with it you know what I mean like that's like the photography or the pottery or the hats or or whatever it ends up being my creative outlet Mm -hmm. it's like that is my fun money that is that is what I'm doing to keep myself like pursue those passions not bored with my nine to five you know what I mean <laughs> yeah or eight to four <laughs> <laughs> or whatever your hours may be and it's you know it's doesn't not specifically a nine to five but it's like that grind that's not fueling your passions and yeah um I met uh, I met a person the other day and they're um they're always putting with their gardens and they they're working on like a it looks like they have like a, a little market bench and we've been curious we're like you think they're gonna have like a little veggie stand or something yeah and we finally got to have a conversation with them and they're like you know I'm working um I do this and right now I'm just the the job is to help fund to do things at home so yeah. I can try to get you know have a market stand and you know so I can just you know not leave my house and you know which that's amazing and sometimes that survival job or that you know that nine to five quote unquote you can't see my air quotes but um, (laughs) it's it's what you need to do till you can get something going enough to be able to then step away and like you know focusing on what are your passions what's important to you like is it important to you to be making over you know six figures a year um then you know what things do you need to do do you need to do night courses do you need to do this or you know do you need to be putting in extra time to try to get certification for something um or like just finding those ways to try to find what will what will fill your cup yeah i feel like that's something that um we weren't encouraged a lot um when we graduated and were thrown into the world like i don't ever remember <clears throat> once somebody saying to me like what are you passionate about no. like that's what you should be chasing like for me it was like what's going to pay the bills you know what right? i mean like what's going to give me a steady job like that that's one of the only reasons i ever went into nursing was because i knew number 1 i did my degree i was done i had a good job it's a job that it could give me a pension like it's it you know what it checked it all checked the, boxes the boxes for being responsible you know what totally. i mean and, and that, it's not until now later in life and like i don't regret ever going and taking nursing like i said it's it's provided me with many opportunities and it pays the bills and i have found a job within nursing that i really really love um but am i passionate about it no Mm -hmm. but like 
at the same time, it's like I'm I can be passionate about other things and still have that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like too many people are feeling pressured that they need to be passionate about their job, and they don't necessarily need no. to be passionate about their job as long as they're doing something else. Find find your passions outside yeah. of work. Like your yeah. work doesn't have to be your nine to five. Doesn't have to be your passion. No, your passion definitely doesn't have not. To be your nine to five kind of thing. Yeah, right? and like I remember always hearing like you know do what you love and you're passionate about and you'll never work a day in your life. And it's like sure that's true for some people, but I don't think that that that's not true for me. Yeah, like I I just. But I think we've entered the, this this idea of hustle culture. But there's there's been this shift more around like you know finding things that like it's the hustle the hustle is important. But, but it can't, side hustles are important. Side too. hustles, you know, yes. because having multiple strains of income and finding those little things that you know, like if, if it's just a little thing, like you know, making bracelets, making or bracelets, like or selling yes. jewelry, or whatever the case may be, like you know, can you do transcription or typing or something, like something you can do to help maybe get away from the thing that you're you're really hating about the work you're stuck in that pays the bills to yeah. maybe eventually transition to other things or whatever. Whatever you need to do to be able to help pursue that, you know? Yeah. And yeah. And like I find a lot of people like there's a lot of pressure when when your hobby or your passion becomes your full time job too, yeah. right? So it's like a lot of times um throughout the last like couple years I've dabbled be like maybe I should just stop nursing for a bit and just do photography you know what I mean but it's like the minute I dig in deep to photography and I'm really busy with it I start to realize I'm glad this is just my hobby like I would hate the pressure that would become if it I'd I'd hate for something I love like that to be so full of pressure. You know what I mean? Because right now it's like it's my artistic outlet. And it's like I don't even need to to make money at it to enjoy it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that's another area that I'm very fortunate. Like there's a lot of people who've gone into being photographers full time. Yeah. And they need that to pay the bills. So there's a lot of pressure there to like get all these jobs and to bang out all these like just Mm -hmm. to put – you know what I mean? Whereas like last night, for example – I did photos for a, for a friend and like she supported me like throughout the years like always been very loyal which means a lot to me like if if I've done your photos before like I just like I feel like there's like <laughs> I give respect to those who are loyal to me you know what I mean but it's like at the end of the session she's like okay let me know what you owe me and I'm like no like you don't owe me Aww, anything right like sweet. it's just like no like you've supported me throughout the years I'm happy to just do this for you but it's like I'm in a different space now because I'm not relying on that as part of my income you know what I mean yeah. like it, I feel like yeah, it's hard to explain, but I, I I like being able to do that. Whereas if I felt like it was my full time job, I wouldn't necessarily have that freedom, feel that, that yeah, flexibility. Yeah, like and that just only like even a year or two ago, like I had set this goal to to go on this trip to Tahiti with Brandon, and like what was paying for that trip was all of my side hustles, whether it be the pottery or the photography. So mm-hmm. it's like. I had an end goal in sight, and I knew I had to make this amount of money. So it's like I just. I got so busy with it and it was becoming more of a job and I didn't love it. And I think Mm. that's part of the reason that I fell out of, out of love with pottery was the fact that it was like, it was a means to an end kind of thing. Whereas like, if it's a hobby and it's a true passion, like you can't just make it your nine to five, like you Mm. have to keep it a passion and a hobby. No, I, I I like that. It's because it's, 
Because it can become consuming and it's like, well, this feels like work when I'm editing yeah, these photos or something. Yeah. And, and everyone's like, well, why did you stop pottery? You were so good at it. And I was like, well, I didn't like it anymore. So I just stopped it. <laughs> and that's totally valid. And yeah. Because there, there's, there's shame around that too. Like this whole, um, we had a family conversation um, the other night we were out and um, it's interesting Again, the shame that's put on people for like, you know, not making, you know, well, you were so good at it. It's like, you know, whatever, whatever. But it's like, but I'm happy with what I'm doing now. Yeah. Like I'm and, and, and like, well, you know, you could do this and, you know, but it's more hours. It's time away from my family. And, you know, well, what about this? It's like I, I've, I've had the job that paid more, you know, and it like doesn't or, necessarily make you happier. No. And like Rick's had the job that paid more and like, but it was all nights or. Yeah. And it's just it. We feel that pressure a lot from um, people that we know about like, oh, well, why aren't you working today? Like that is a, that's a comment we get a lot. Oh, you're not working today? Or like if Brandon's, Mm -hmm. especially Brandon, like where he's his own, like his own business, he's his own boss. Like it's Mm -hmm. just him himself. If he wants to take a day off, he can. And it's like, well, you realize that you could be making more money or you could be doing this or you could be doing that. Like just like comments like that. And it's like... We have been through what we've been through and had financial issues and we've come out on top and now we are fortunate enough to not have to work every day and still be able to pay our bills. You know what I mean? Like, it's like if we want to take a day off, we'll fucking take a day off. (laughs) We don't have to answer to anybody. We're adults. And to, (laughs) to think that, like, you know, we're not promised anything in this life, anything. And I just I couldn't imagine getting to the end of my life and and just being so regretful that you know I didn't spend more time with my kids or I didn't spend more time with my partner I didn't do this we didn't do camping we didn't you know any of it and nobody's going to be on their deathbed and thinking oh man I wish I worked more right no one <laughs> no one I mean like it just and and when we were out and had this conversation, um, you know, someone was talking about, you know, how much they were working and how much, how many hours they're putting in and everything. I, oh my God. I've got somebody that I know that does <gasps> that too. And like, I will come right out and straight and say, well, it's like, that sucks. Right. And like, <laughs> oh, I worked this many uh, hours this week and I've got this much overtime in. It's, it's like, like, for what? You're going to be worn out. Yeah. Like you're not it, running, winning any brownie points with me telling me that you're working that much. Like if that's what, <laughs> that's what fuels you. Sure. But yeah. like, then there was an older person in this conversation and they're just like, well, that's what it's all about. And it's just like, oh my God. Uh, yeah. They're like 80. And it just like, but it's, it's, it's that whole mindset. And it's like, you know, they're like, well, you know. You could you could do this too, or to Rick, and it's just our f- family life is important to us, and like that family balance, and like being able to. So, like again, like I I work part time, and it, it's more conducive to our household and our children, and you know this way that like it it, it balances out. Sure, yeah. if I was working full time, we'd have more money, but at this point. Until the kids are in school and Angus is a bit older, yeah, this is this where is things need working. to. This is where we need to. I live. did the same thing after I went back to work after having my first. I went back to work full time, and it was just like my much. daycare bill was ridiculous, and I was never home, and yep. like I was working shift work, and then finally, like one of my supervisors came to me, and she's like, "Well, have you ever considered only working part time?" I was like, "That's no. an option, <laughs> right?" It just and I was like, "Oh, okay," and like it worked out 
it was smarter for us financially because I wasn't having the kids in daycare as much. So I was actually making the same amount of money. Yep. Yes, not the same. Yes, less money is going into my pension. And like, that's what everybody always throws in my face. It's like, yeah, but like your pension's going to be way less. Yeah, it's but like, you could, but, and but I, mean, I could die tomorrow. You could die tomorrow and it wouldn't matter. <laughs> exactly. It's- yes, maybe when I'm 70, I'll have a brief moment of being like, oh, I could have this much more money a month if I if I had a worked more then but it's like meh <laughs> right or to have this I'll cross flexi- that bridge when I get there exactly and to have this flexibility to be able to like you're going to PEI you're going to Newfoundland and like just like it puts us in a position for for my family is that when Rick has his days off, we can do stuff. Yeah. You know, we can pack up the kids and be like, all right, let's go camp. Yeah. And because we're not con- like opposite, always working conflicting schedules, yeah. which we've done. And it's just. Oh, I know. Like uh, friends of ours, they both work full time in healthcare, And it's just like they're constantly conflicting because like they've not got child care so it's like when one off is the other one's working and it's just like this back and forth and they don't take many vacations together and it's just like oh my god like at some point like this like is this like your end goal just to work all the time just to work i don't get it and but i I feel so many of us have been like that is what has been ingrained into so many of us is that you just have to work like i i didn't go to college or university right after high school and i was shamed for that decision oh absolutely Um, it was like a year later because i was i was the kid who did really well and i was gonna do this and i was gonna do that and but i didn't want to and then so i i ended up going to college impulsively a year later just because i felt the pressure to for nothing literally and i so i have student loans for nothing and all they it's but it's 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 just it's ridiculous to me this notion that we put so much pressure on working ourselves to nothing and it's like the people at work, you know, I, I love the people I work with. They're wonderful. Um, and, and Rick and I are fortunate we work together and we work in a wonderful environment. Um, our employer is amazing. But like your work people can't be the only people, you know, it's and yeah. and, and if you're in the survival job right now, my, 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 my question to you, what things are you doing to try to seek out your happiness and your joy and your passions Outside, of, Outs- your nine outside to five. of your nine to five, even yeah. if it's not a nine to five, you know, it could be 11 to seven. But what yeah. are you doing to fill your own cup and, you know, find the things that you could maybe shift, shift your life to something that is more conducive to your work life balance? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And like and kind of like educating your kids too yes on the fact that they don't need to go to university i feel like we've brought this up before but like i'm a huge supporter of this is that both brandon and i are on the same page that like yes you should you should probably go and you should get a trade like something that you find interesting so like hunters like leaning maybe towards welding right now but like yes okay that could be like your nine to five or whatever but like you also need to like i could see hunter going and taking a trade but then like also having a farm and having cattle and like doing that sort of thing because that's his passion Mm -hmm. and like i would be a huge supporter of that you know what i mean like you don't need to go to university you don't need to have a degree you don't need to have all the student loan behind you right like it's different if you see that your child is gifted 
and they're brilliant and they've got straight A's and you're like, they've got this passion that they want to be a doctor or whatever. Like, I would totally support that. But I feel like you also have to be grounded in seeing that if your child is not headed in that direction, do not push them to be there. And if there's nothing like, and that's the other thing too, is it's it's this whole idea that at 18, you're supposed oh, I to know. know. I know. This, this is going to turn into multiple episodes, but yeah. but but truly, like my Kane's only twelve, and like he's already talking about what university he wants to go to because they have the best math programs, and I'm like, that's that's really that's really powerful, and I don't want to deter him from that conversation whatsoever. But I'm also like, when he talks about it, we t- you know we talk about like you know, and that that's interesting and that's cool and whatever whatever. But keep in mind, those universities will still be there. Yes, you know? exactly. Th- there will it be was a- definitely frowned upon to take a year off yeah. when you graduated but it's like it'll be there when you're 25 yeah you know it, that, and it just it's so it's just it's so heavy to put on these kids that they should know what they want to do with their life and this huge expectation and it's like i would much rather hand you your passport and like you know this is the money if you do whatever you want yeah. with it that i've saved for you yeah if you want to go travel the world and if you know at 24 27 whatever if you want to come back and go, go to university go for it yeah. like I will... but then it's on you and you have to work harder to get there right and i want you to, to i i yeah <laughs> it, university and college and, and financial conversations it's it's like we all it could be multiple topics multiple things like we could go on for <laughs> <laughs> right so like what pressures did you feel growing up and like like or in your life now like what what feels heavy financially in terms of like you know like having to do your nine to five like do you yeah. wish you'd gone to university or college do you wish you had it taken a year off you know do you like wish you had pursued a different passion like are you an artist and wish that you had have been able to pursue that like but it's also never too late to go and do those things like just because you're stuck in the nine to five now find those little moments where you can pursue your passions yeah and like are you are you finally like at whatever age you're at in your life are you finally starting to see the true picture of what you would love to be doing now versus you know for me, like it was almost 20 years ago. Yeah. And because sometimes you're just, you're good at something and people just push you in that direction. And it's like, well, I don't really want to do that. Yeah. But here we yeah. are. You know. <laughs> Whatever. Do you want to start a podcast? Is that your passion? <laughs> just go and do it. Right. <laughs> Ask a stranger to join you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> It'll work out. We promise. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, as always, you can find us and follow us at, at empowering honesty on Instagram. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Join, join, joining this ride. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time. So. Bye-bye.